Hello, Lady Gang. Guess what? March is Women's History Month. That's right. Right now, you can join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during the month of March. That's right. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. This is awesome, folks. If you have a lady in your life of any age, you want them to have all the opportunities for success and happiness, right? Be the change you want to see in the world. Plus, you can shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. Again, that's Macy's.com slash purpose and happy Women's History Month. You go, girl. Attention, attention. All the things you've been swooning after on theladygang.com, all of our clothing and beautiful merch. There's a huge warehouse sale happening right now. It's not going to last long, but go over to shop.theladygang.com and you're going to find some epic things like you can get a velvet dress for $39. You can get a hat for 10. The swacket is 99. Head over there. There's so much greatness. And you know what? You're welcome. This episode of Lady Gang is brought to you by Olive and June. Use oliveandjune.com slash lady for 20% off your first Manny system. They have everything you need for an amazing manicure at home. oliveandjune.com slash lady. Do you need fuel for your body? Lucky for you, this episode of Lady Gang is brought to you by Zen B Plant-Fueled Pasta. We are obsessed with it. They have pastas. They have four different types of sauces that are each rich depth of flavor, natural sweetness, and umami. Check them out because we're excited to offer our Lady Gang listeners a 20% off discount at your first purchase by going to zenb.com slash lady. That's zenb.com slash lady for 20% off. Well, what is this? Welcome to the Lady Gang. That's amazing. Say that again. The Lady Gang. Things are about to change around here. Each week, we catch up with Hollywood's hottest girl posse, Kelty Knight, Becca Tobin, and Jack Vanek. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Lady Gang. I am Becca Tobin here with Jack Vanek and Kelty Knight. Hello. Hello. Just Googling pictures of Demi Lovato right now. Why? I'm trying to get her on this thing I'm doing, and so I'm finding out about their life now. Oh, got it. Mm. Um, Did you remember how Kristen Davis on the new (laughs) Sex and the City, the meme that went around last week, when she goes, in the words of Demi Lovato... Did no. you not see any of these? I haven't seen it because I'm I'm <laughs> way behind. RuPaul's Drag Race is back. I'm oh. literally like Drag Race and Housewives of OC supporting Heather. Like I'm f***ed up. I don't have enough time in my life. Does she, oh. does she need to finish it? Sex in the City? Um, I want, I'm going to. Does I'm going to. I need to? No. No. But should you? Yes. There's a lot of viral things coming from it. But the other day. Yeah. Kristen Davis was like, in the words of Demi Lovato, the way she said it was just, it was just very, it must, it's the way that I think Gen Gen Z looks at us millennials and it hurt my soul. (sighs) We're getting old. Mm -hmm. Getting old. All right, grannies, it's time for... Good week. Yes, it is. Bad week. Oh, no. Speaking of being old, I'm going first, and it's very quick. Um, I have two, my bad, no, sorry, my good week. This weekend, I drank so much tequila with Chris Knight. and Well, he didn't drink. I drank. And I was like, I'm getting <laughs> Even better. I'm getting wasted tonight. And I did. And on the way home, it has been so long. I can't remember the last time I like, this is so sad, but like laughed, had a giggle, had a time where I felt like I was 17. Like just, Aww. I did not give a f- We were driving. We had an hour long drive. It was at night. I'm wasted. I put on all the 90s music, speaking of being old, and we had a karaoke along. Chris and I, both Chris Knight and I singing Top of Our Lungs, Dashboard, um, and then some Killers, and then some, she's everything you want. She's everything you, Vertical Horizon. I mean, we went in. And I had so much, it brought me so much joy. I don't think that there's anything better in life than uh, having a uh, designated driver, but then being wasted driving in the car, like screaming along to music. Like, I I think that is one of the greatest joys in life. I was doing the drums and I'm like, I felt so youthful. It was amazing. Okay. Here's my bad week. 
Well, guys, it's happened again. I'm a terrible fucking meme. It happened the first time with the Kim Kardashian thing. Remember when I went viral because I was asking her about the wedding and then the like whole meme <laughs> and she about, talked like, over him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, all right, that so was it, amazing. It happened again. Um, this is a few weeks ago now, but Saint Hoax, you know that like meme Instagram posts this meme, and it was something about Joe Biden, and he didn't realize the microphone wasn't on and said something, and then it instantly edits into my Grammy (laughs) interview with Ariana Grande when she starts swearing up a storm on live television. I'm like, it's okay, it's okay, and she's like, oh, I can't believe I fucking knew it, and I handled it so poorly, like I should like. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, it's okay. You're having a grand day. My voice is so annoying. My cheek highlight is so aggressive. There's like so many things that I want to pick myself apart. And now that's going viral. It's like, I'm that interviewer on the internet who's just bad all the time. There's no viral moment of me Barbara Waltering. Every fucking time I go viral, I'm being a fucking idiot. So, okay, but you know, you need to take the power back. Go screen record that on Instagram and post it on TikTok before somebody else does so it can go viral on your own page you know what i'm doing it right now well you tell me you guys and your tiktok bullshit is so exhausting (laughs) right now i just need to try to help kelsey with hers i I love mine and i don't care that it's like i love mine viewers wow (laughs) it's quality not quality quality uh is it though (laughs) because i feel like you're oh i see what you mean with like follow with likes quality i think it's quantity is heavy over on your tiktok channel <laughs> the quantity is guys, do you know how like many I people Kelty. is so uneven that i gotta like press it down do you know how many people i told about the fact that kelty said she recorded 47 tiktoks in one sitting i was like this is the most kelty thing in the entire world that anybody that knows her will really like understand it and that is it it was just like i may start a sub sub podcast just talking about your tiktok pages are they called pages accounts i don't know i don't really know to be honest that alone is why i shouldn't but i just want to talk about them all day becca start that talking about our tiktok pages you do that because controversy really makes the tiktoks grow today i really jack you are you were on a roll and then today you posted something about your fiance always doing ninja moves and you posted him doing one ninja move that's true i I wanted a montage (laughs) that's all i could catch can you guys just start sending them to me and I can tell you how to tweak them and make them funnier? Well, I don't have another one. I just found that. One, well, I might somewhere, but I just found that one like randomly in my phone looking for something else. And I was like, well, I got to do something with this. And I only had minimal amount of time before we started recording and you got to post one a day. So I, I was on a time crunch. <laughs> you got to post one a day. Oh, my God. Well, maybe what I'll gift you guys for some sort of gift it would be the, this guy, Austin Conkle, who I met on Conkle. the Capital One retreat. Uh-huh. He's a viral TikTok star sensation. Uh-huh. And recently, Kelty, didn't you give him advice? I connected you over email. Yes, we had a Zoom. Oh, my God. That's, inc- that's incredible. But he just let me know that he got like a really big brand deal. And he's like so grateful for the advice that we've given him. And I think in return that he... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. I have to go off. We'll we'll hold for your cough. <laughs> Don't go dying on me. Let me mute. Let like, me mute. I you're like it. wheezing. <laughs> she needs a minute. Anyways, like an old man. so that's what I'm going to gift you. He he's like the. What are you gifting her? I'm going to let you. I'm going to no. I'm going to ask him if you guys can start sending your videos to him, and he can tell you how to make them viral or better. Oh, that's so, actually that's that's great. But that's I a gift. I, I did her appreciate the advice it should have been a montage should have been a montage it's okay it's fine he, you know he, what he stops once he sees me recording like and then he can feel me recording so it's oh, really yeah. hard to even get it in the beginning zach martin him too <sighs> gosh well, you know what it, they can't all be hits nope. <laughs> that one actually did okay better than any of guilty's videos <laughs> uh, all right can i go next or did you finish Kelty? do we know who knows um okay your next turn it's my turn. I mean, I haven't gone yet. It doesn't yet, matter. But... <laughs> Go I'm ahead, done. Becca. Go ahead, Becca. Well, um, I am very devastated. This Why? is a tale of jewelry. This whole good week, bad week. Okay. And it's like very upsetting to me that I went on a walk the other day and I got home and I noticed that my aura ring had slid off my finger. Oof. 
And I went back. I retraced my steps with a flashlight. How did it, it slip off your finger? No, aren't they it's quite cold tight? out? It's uh, cold outside. And when you're cold, your fingers get skinnier. Shrink. Yeah. And I was dealing with the dogs and like 85 leashes and poo bags and blah, blah, blah. And I went back and I retraced every step for hours, hours and hours. And it's gone. And I'm so sad. No, oh, that sucks. Maybe we can get you another one. Yeah, I guess. It's just, I could have really used it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, um, that was my bad week, but you know what? The universe, oh, look at Barbara. Oh my gosh. He's like, you've been recording far too f-ing long. Get off the phone, mom. She's right. That's what this feels like. Um, my good week though, is that I recently found a piece of jewelry. Oh, fun. A la Carrie Bradshaw <gasps> style. Becca. My name necklace from high school. Oh my god, I love it! Oh, cool! I'm so excited. I is it silver? Are we doing this again? Yay! Okay, no, I'm doing, this. <laughs> and I'm gonna have it dipped because you can get stuff gold dipped. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, is it silver right now? It's silver because it was high school. It was back in the day. But then I'm like, oh, do I keep it silver? It's like nostalgic. Anyway, I I had such good taste. I'm just so excited for myself. I just love the fact that you can get jewelry dipped. That's so fun. Yeah, I'm excited. So, you know, one thing one thing is lost. One thing is found. Yeah, that's it, always, it always <laughs> evens itself out. That's life. Well, are you okay, Kelty? Yeah, yeah, what are you okay. doing? Nothing. Dealing mm-hmm. with drama? Excited. Okay, well, I'm excited about this episode because it's <laughs> about to go. <laughs> Jack didn't go. <laughs> I thought you talked about Jared's karate video. No, that was me. <laughs> that was an, an offshoot tangent. Right. My, I'll just do my one. My type is really fucked up today. Go ahead. This, okay, my good week is um, I made elder emo Jack Vanek bracelet. Yes, and. Woo. I was really nervous about putting them out. I was like, is anybody actually going to fucking buy one of these? Or is it just this like stupid idea in my head? Uh-huh. You guys, I sold out of them in like a few hours and I made way more than I thought that I should yeah. sell anyways. So the bracelets are back. Jack, Jack Vanek bracelets are here to stay. Yep. I'm wondering, because I want to get a tent at that emo festival. I'm wondering if I need like to do like elder things on the bracelets, like my back hurts or like I have Ooh. IBS or like things that like we're really like dealing with. Hemorrhoids. Like, hemorrhoids. Hemorrhoids. I think, I think you can just put everyone, your ailment on oh, your bracelet. Cause you're thinking like maybe we need a stack. Right? You could give uh, Kelsey oh, yeah. arthritis or <laughs> phantom arthritis. <laughs> Made arthritis. Arthritic. arthritic. Oh my Arth- God. For- yeah. yeah, so I don't know. I'm putting the idea out there. So let me know everybody's thoughts in in the DMs. Um, I love this for you. I'm so I'm not going to go to the you. festival, but I'll buy a bracelet. Oh, thank you so much. You're um, my bad week is easy. I went to the dermatologist to get my body mapped for like moles recently, and um, I asked her about this thing that I have on my nose, and I'm like, I don't know if it's like something you can like remove or like whatever. What is the thing on your nose? She's like, Oh, well, that's just a growth, and these are now growths that you're going to start getting as you get older. And she's like, There's also two on your chin, and we can remove it, but then there will be a scar, so you're now better off just having the fucking growths on your face. So can I'm you- now in this stage of life where I have growths. What is my- a what is a growth? Like, is it a pimple? It's like a little bump. I don't know if you can see it. It's this little bump right here. Do you see it? Uh huh. I mean, barely. It's like a tiny little bump. It looks like a pimple. Like mm-hmm. it's like a little red mm-hmm. raised dot on my nose. I need you to get a second opinion. I need what? to get a second opinion too. The Go to Doctor Diamond. Go to Doctor Diamond. Yes. Bad. Well, don't Take rub it. It's red now. Take a picture and send it to Tammy and be like, "I was told this can't be fixed, but <laughs> I don't." But I know Magic Hands has different plans. Exactly. That's right. I mean, Guys, I hope so. I'm starting. so fucking sad about Dr. Diamond not being in the city that I'm in. Oh, it's well, I, I can't even get an appointment with him. So it doesn't make a difference. It's fine. You can't? What's happening? I mean, he's just so busy doing oh. real celebrities. Well, I'm really excited for who we have coming up. <laughs> Boop. 
This episode of Lady Gang is brought to you by our friends at Olive and June. Olive and June makes the best manicure systems on the planet for at-home manis. Every Sunday night, I do my nails. Sometimes I do a red. Sometimes I do my favorite little blush-like nudie color. It's so easy. And every manicure set comes with a poppy, which makes it super easy to paint with your bad hand. I've learned so much by following Olive and June's Instagram and their tutorials. Like, honestly, my manicures look like salon level at this point. And I love that you can change out the colors. And I love the shiny top coat. And I even have the pedicure set. Anyway, it's all really, really good. It's such a game changer. You can do your nails in the comfort of your home. You don't have to sit and wait in line or sit and like waste your time. You can do it while you're watching Drag Race at home. That's what I do. So I suggest getting the Olive and June Manny system with six polishes. It breaks down to just $2 a Manny. And you know, we all used to spend $35 on one gel Manny. So get on over to the HZ. That's HC. That's my favorite color. Get beautiful salon perfect nails at home. It's a dream come true with Olive and June. Your new nail life is here. Visit oliveandjune.com slash lady for 20% off your first Manny system. That's olive, O-L-I-V-E and A-N-D, June, J-U-N-E dot com slash lady for 20% off your first Manny system. This episode of Lady Gang is brought to you by Zen B Plant Fueled Pasta. You guys have to try this pasta out. We love it so much. Zen B is passionate about plant fueled goodness and offering people a plant based mealtime solution that is equally nutritious and delicious. One of the biggest reasons I love Zen B is because it's made with one ingredient whole yellow peas. And we're excited to offer our Lady Gang listeners a 20% off discount for your first purchase by going to zenb.com slash lady. It's packed with protein, non GMO, and I love their penne. I made it for my niece when she was visiting. She had no idea that it wasn't regular pasta. That's how truly delicious it is. They also have gourmet pasta sauces, which are to die for. Let me tell you, they are out of this world. They have four different sauces. Each have a rich depth of flavor, natural sweetness, and umami, non-GMO, dairy-free, and gluten-free. So amazing. My favorite is sweet carrot and tomato, but they've got three others that are just as tasty. You have to try this pasta and we're excited to offer our Lady Gang listeners a 20% off discount for your first purchase by going to zenb.com slash lady, zenb.com slash lady, z-e-n-b.com slash l-a-d-y for 20% off. Terms and conditions apply. Run, don't walk. Today's episode is brought to you by Third Love. Oh my gosh, we love Third Love over here at Lady Gang. They've been a sponsor since the very beginning. And I'm not kidding, all of my bra and underwear drawers are pretty much all Third Love stuff. And I am so stoked about it. So Third Love does comfort so you can do you. Their bras, underwear, activewear, and feel good all day wear are designed to hug better, hold stronger, and support longer. And Third Love obsesses over each stitch so you never have to think about how something feels, looks, or wears. And the 100,000 five-star reviews do not lie. We have five-star reviews all over from Lady Gang as well. And Third Love makes it easy to find a bra that actually fits with their fitting room quiz. You can find something that actually fits your body. I love all of their deco lace collection. They have the prettiest bras, but I recently got my hands on their new washable silk cami little striped outfit, and it is so cute just to wear around the home. So feeling is believing upgrade to everyday pieces that love your body as much as you do. Right now, you can get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com Lady Gang. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash Lady Gang. Now back to the Lady Gang. So for some reason, when I was in school, the school board thought it was important to learn woodworking, welding, and sewing, and never did anyone think, you know what you're really going to need? Adulting. And I know from being in the Lady Gang Facebook group that I am not alone. Have no fear, Lady Gang. 2022 is here, and we're teaming up with some of our favorite experts to help you through the hard shit of lady life. And today's lesson is all about taxes. Yes, I know it's not as fun as Bachelor of the Housewives, but my very own accountant, Michelle... Ah, is Hello, here. Michelle. Hi, Michelle. He's here Hi. to teach us how to make the most of our tax year, if we can write off our manicures, major deductions we're all missing, ways to save money pre-tax, how to grow personal wealth. And she's been absolutely amazing helping me personally with my taxes and also making sure Lady Gang doesn't get audited every single year. <laughs> so please welcome to the, the Lady Gang, the smartest woman I know, Michelle Breyer. Welcome. Thank Woo. you so much for having me. I know. She's like, she's like, oh, this office with its own door. That's a write-off. Like, are you looking in here being like, we can write off this computer. We can write off this. It's good. IRS, come on over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's tax season um, and we're all starting to get the paperwork in the mail. Like what, what's the biggest mistake that you see that you wish you could stop everyone from doing on their taxes? So it's officially tax season. E-filing just opened on Monday. So yes, we are definitely holiday season. Unfortunately, it's over. It's tax season. Oh. Um, 
So for me, the biggest mistake is just plain old avoiding taxes and not wanting to do taxes. No shit. <laughs> like most people think that taxes are literally going to the dentist and it's like pulling teeth. So exactly like the dentist, the best way of handling the dentist is to go for your annual mm-hmm. teeth cleaning and have regular checkups so that mm-hmm. you're not hit with like root canals and cavity after cavity. So taxes are similar. Mm. You don't want to go into it being April 1st and be like, oh no, the deadline's in two weeks. What do I do now? So unfortunately, taxes are something that you should plan for throughout the year because unfortunately once it's actually tax season it makes it harder to actually do taxes um so you want to kind of think about it during the year the other issue is that there's not much you could do once the year end happens so past december 31st the only thing that you can really do to help your tax situation would be contribute to a roth or a traditional ira but like once it's January 1st, you can no longer do charitable contributions. You can no longer scramble to go buy a new car, to go have a fancy meal. So it's just something that you want to think about year round. I know no one wants to think about taxes, <laughs> but just really the biggest advice is to plan and not be afraid of taxes. And it's important to like have a relationship with like the person doing your taxes Because I find a lot of the time, especially during the pandemic, I've had at least five people come to me who literally hadn't filed taxes in five years. And the reason why they actually were filing taxes was they wanted their stimulus money. The problem is when you file five years at a time, it takes the IRS forever to process everything. You're getting hit with late penalties and interest. And it's just not fun. You're just creating more work. So the biggest advice I could give is to not avoid it and try to like think about it throughout the year, even if it's like five minutes a month and just like think about like where you're spending your money or like what deductions you can have. Obviously it depends whether or not, you know, you're self-employed or whether or not you work for a company, but just kind of think about it. And always, like, feel free to, like, reach out to your accountant or CPA and say, like, hey, is there anything I can do um, that I can, you know, what I can do? Yeah. Okay. So one of the big things that I learned from Michelle over the years is what we call or what I call the pre-tax savings. And this is when she was talking about, like, you can buy a car, you can get your Roth IRA, which all seems like spaghetti in a bowl. But can Mm -hmm. you explain there's certain things that we where we should be putting our money and our paychecks before we get taxed on them? And I need you to break that down, like simple, break it down, not your brain, like Idiot peanut brain. Idiots, yeah. Into like what, like if you made a checklist and you're like, I want every Lady Gang member to make sure they're maxing this, this, this. Can you give us those? Yeah. I mean, the biggest things in terms of like pre-tax is making sure like your health insurance premiums, if you work for, like if you're an employee for a company, you want to make sure that your health insurance premiums are being picked up on your W-2 because that's all pre-tax. Um, the what is bi- that? Wait, what does that mean? Pre-tax? Like picked up on your W-2. Like you want to make sure that if it's like your company is paying for your health insurance, let's say they don't cover 100% of it. They only cover 90%. You want to make sure that the 10% that you're paying out of pocket is actually going through payroll, which 95% of the time it does. But that will help you because most of the time people aren't really getting a deduction for medical expenses because you have to have more than 75, 7.5% of your adjusted gross income, um, has, sorry, (laughs) has to be like medical expenses. And then it only counts if you're itemizing anyway, it's hard to bore bore you. Um, but anyway, you just want to make sure that you are like, that's being included on your W2 on your take home pay so that you actually see it on your paycheck. Hey, I had to pay out of pocket a hundred dollars a month. That's going on your So if you work at a company, you basically go to a person who's in charge of the payroll and just say, hey, I just want to make sure that this extra 10% or whatever is being shown on my W-2 and they'll know what that means. Exactly. Great. Step one. 95% of the time it's there. Yeah. Um, Just do a double check. Okay. I'm making notes. I'm taking notes. um, The other biggest one is your 401k contribution. 
Um, you want to, especially if you work for someone and they have a, an employee 401k match, you definitely, definitely want to take advantage of that because that's literally free money. Yeah. If you're trying to figure out, oh, like how much I can contribute, a lot of the time it depends on like, hey, what can I actually afford? How low can my paycheck be where it's not going to deplete me? But most of the time, the employer match is like 3%, which you probably won't really notice. So I definitely advise you to take full advantage of your 3% match. Yeah. And this is interesting because when I was a rocket, we had a 401k and it was my first time. Like I always had like not real jobs. So, and I maxed that out at the time. And I remember being like, oh my God, but it's like so much money out of my paycheck. Can you explain why that's important and like how you're going to make way more money later? Yeah. So the whole purpose of a 401k is obviously you want that you're putting money aside for your retirement. So hopefully, you know, you're not, yes, every penny you're going to see it depends on like how much money you're making, whether or not $10 is going to make a difference to you or $100 is going to make a difference to you. But by you putting even $10 a paycheck behind, the concept is by the time you retire, that money is just going to grow. And there's different ways of, you know, looking at your 401k and figuring out, you know, how aggressive you want to be with your funds, whether or not you want your funds going somewhere so that you know, you'll retire in 30 years and you'll be set for 30 years. Or if you want to be like more aggressive, but it really depends. The biggest thing is just actually contributing. You're still paying um, tax for Medicare and social security, which I think a lot of people don't realize when they're contributing to 401k, Mm -hmm. but your savings is on a federal level. The other idea is, is that when you're contributing to 401k, Right now, the goal is is that your income, you're at a higher tax bracket than you are when you retire. So right now, let's say you're in a 25% tax bracket, you're saving 25% for your 401k deduction versus when you retire and you have minimum required distributions, you know, if you're not working and you're really just... You don't have a, you don't work extra for extra money, right? Yeah. You don't work for a big corporation that's giving you a big pension plan. All you have is your, you know, your required minimum distribution in social security. So hopefully you're at that 10 to 12 tax rate. So later on when you're pulling the money, it's much at a lower rate than it is now when you're putting in and having the tax savings. I uh, love it. That was great. I think it made sense, right? Hopefully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Five deductions that you want everyone to look at and that they're probably missing this year? So in general, another like big advice I could give is to make sure you're actually taking your deductions because the IRS, what they do now is they match income. So any income that comes in, any W-2, any 1099, any social security, any pension, literally any income, unemployment, the government knows about it. What they, <laughs> you can't hide it. What they don't know is how much you're spending and where you're spending that money. So it's really important. Like when we talked about earlier, just being prepared, it's literally knowing what deductions you have throughout the year and not scrambling at year end. It's always better to like give your accountant, your CPA, way more information, way more deductions and let them decide whether or not you can actually take something because if they don't know about the deduction, it's not getting deductible. Right, right, right. Right. And and I think this is so interesting. Like Chris is someone who I like couldn't get him to duck something to save his life. Like he was like, Oh, I'm going out to dinner with my boss, or I'm going out to dinner with like this music guy. And I was like, put it on the company card or put it on our card so we can write it off. He's like, No, it's just dinner. And I was like, that's a write-off and like that is against your taxes isn't a dinner considered a write-off if you talk about business like before during or after like it doesn't even have to be like very loose it's vague but yes as long (laughs) as you talk about something business related something cool about meals this year and last year due to covid and a lot of the laws that got enacted because of covid specifically called the cares act if we want to be specific and boring But um, you can now deduct 100% of your meals, which is before you can only do 50%. So that's a huge benefit. You know, if you want to go out with a business meal, you can literally have 10 drinks and all 10 of those drinks are fully deductible. Hell yeah. (laughs) Wow. Even with like an S-Corp? An S-Corp, yes. It's 100% deductible meals. S-Corp meals. That's what we're talking about specifically because... 
if you're an employee, unfortunately, during the 2017 um, act, basically, they took away unreimbursed business expenses where people who are employees of a company could actually have deductions if it exceeded mm-hmm. 2% of their AGI. Um, where now that only works if, like, for California purposes or every state is different, but for federal purposes, you can no longer do that. So these meals are specific if you have a Schedule C, meaning you have a business, or if you're an S Corp or a C Corp or an LLC. So, yes, for you specifically, if we're talking about an S Corp, 100% of those meals are important. So now is the time to take advantage. And also, we want to support restaurants and you know businesses that probably struggle during the pandemic. So it's a win-win situation. It helps you tax-wise, and you're helping businesses as well. Wow. I learned something new already. Yeah. I, I think this is a really important point, though, that Michelle makes, which is – I like for everyone, whether you are an employee of a company or whether you have your own company, I like to assume that you're going to try to rot off every dollar you spend. So get organized, get your money organized in a place where at the end of the year, you can track your Venmo, you can track your PayPal, you can track your credit card put and your debit card and hand that all over to your tax specialist. That's why you pay someone. I think it's really important or, you know, why you go online. Like I think the onlines are okay too, for people that only have one income source, but like those those places are designed to help you figure out exactly where those deductions are. Don't count something out as, oh, I can't write this off before the fact. Like, I take everything I spend, and then Michelle's (laughs) like, okay, no, you can't. I'm like, are you sure, though, because I wore that slipper to work? And she's like, no, girl, it's a fuzzy slipper. You can't write it off. Um, I do have some specific write-off questions that I want to just jump ahead to. Okay. People said, I work from home now during COVID. Can I write off my home office, I'm saying that in air quotes, or like part of my rent or part of my mortgage? Honestly, it should be a yes. But unfortunately, the IRS has not made that distinction or have not made that determination that it should be right off. I think it should be because you're literally spending money on your house or apartment air conditioning, heating, all that is an added expense that you never had before. However, most people are saving money with, you know, commuting and not having to pay gas and saving time. So I guess in some situations it makes sense. Although I think, you know, apartment houses are way more expenses and, you know, expensive than transportation per se. Mm -hmm. Um, So unfortunately, no, it only works if you own a business, like if you have a Schedule C and you were claiming home office, that never changed. Just they never made it go through for if you're an employee. And then people were also wondering about like, well, now I'm not on my work computer. I had to buy my own MacBook. I had to buy a ring light. I had to buy a camera. Um, Can you write off any of your electronics? Unfortunately, again, no. (laughs) If you're an employee, I know it's really messed up. However, I do recommend you asking your employer for like reimbursing or asking for a computer because obviously you're buying this stuff for work purposes, like a mouse, a keyboard, a computer is all really for work purposes, which all that stuff would be provided to you if you were in an office. So Mm -hmm. I would just recommend asking your employer, say, hey, I bought all this stuff for work. Can you please reimburse me? Because they, the work company, can write it off. Exactly. So it's a win-win. Okay. Other deductions. So we talked about just like everything's a deduction until it's not a deduction, essentially. Um, What about people with kids? And I guess this leads into my next question, which is when I was working for a corporation at CBS, I was always very confused because I would get like my paperwork, my start paperwork, and they would be like number of dependents. And then like if you put zero, you take home more money on your paycheck. And if you put one, they take more tax out, but then you don't have as big of tax bill at the end of the year. So can you explain like, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like what the does that number mean? I just always guessed. I was like, I would literally ask the lady in the office, well, what did most, most people put down? And she'd be like, uh, and then I'd put that down. Like, that's how uneducated I was and don't understand. Honestly, that's a question I get all the time. They've actually updated this form a million times, but I really just recommend people to just do what they are. If you're single, just check the box that you're single. If you're married and you filed Mary, check the box that you're married filing jointly. Um, they've changed it before, whereas like you would 
there would be like more number of allowances, whereas literally it's like a check if you're single, check if you're married, filing separate. Oh, check. so you don't have to do like the zero and one anymore, like dependents? They changed it, whereas like you, yes and no, but it's not as like detailed as it was oh. before. And you're really only filling it out if you have multi jobs or if you're itemizing, but a lot of people aren't even itemizing because of the new laws where you can only take $10,000 for real estate and state taxes, which made a lot of people take the standard deduction and not the itemized deduction. But to answer your question directly, I really just tell people to mark off whether or not they're single or married filing joint and then look at a pay sub or two and see like whether or not what they're withholding feels right. Cause you can kind of tell off the bat, like if they're withholding 10%, if you know for a fact that you're in a 30% tax bracket, then withholding 10% makes no sense. Then I would go back to HR and be like, Hey, something's wrong. Can you tell me what I checked off, you know, wrong? Sometimes it's trial and error. Sometimes these forms are super finicky and there's been changes throughout the year that unfortunately affect these. And there's no actual science, but my recommendation literally is if you're single, mark single, if you're married, mark married. Um, but it's really important that although like there's two kinds of people, people who like super, you know, big paychecks during the year and they don't have a problem owing at the end of the year. And then there's people who love their like big refunds, but it's, it's important to know that if you're getting these big refunds, it's because the IRS had access to your money the entire year. So getting a big refund isn't necessarily like the greatest thing, nor is owing tax at the end of the year because then you're scrambling. I mean, I understand people live paycheck to paycheck and they need to pay bills, but that's kind of what I'm talking about in terms of like tax planning as well. It's kind of, If you know every year that you're owing and you're an employee, then clearly there's something wrong with the way that you filled out your forms. So I would kind of look at that as a first step of, hey, why do I owe? Why am I getting these big refunds? And then go from there. I have a question about, so if you have unpredictable income, like you have your own business or it's commission-based or whatever it is, like, do you suggest doing like a quarterly where you pay quarterly? Do you suggest just being like, what's, what's your standard? Cause I mean, imagine a lot of people you deal with have this situation. Yeah, they do. I mean, it really depends on the person. I have people who like to do their monthly payroll. I have people who like to do quarterly. Obviously the government wants their money as soon as possible, um, you know, the government requires quarterly taxes if you're self-employed. I really recommend like having a conversation with your accountant, especially like once these big commission checks come in and try to like plan and try to figure out what that's going to do. Obviously, you know, you could get a writing gig or you could sell a book that's going to be, you know, a one-time pop and then have no other income the rest of the year. So obviously that's something that you want to take into account. But really just paying taxes upon making money. You don't want to give the government money before you have to. Mm. Um, but mm. I would just, you know, look at it even on a quarterly basis is super helpful just so that, again, you're not owing a ton of money at the end of the year because that's never fun. Yeah. yeah. And see, I do not take Michelle's advice. That's why it's so fun to have a tax person that knows you. So I am the person that I refuse to give the government money before I have to. I don't yeah. like, so like, I know some people do do quarterly where you're like, well, I don't want a bill at the end of the year. I'm going to pay this $5,000 every quarter so that I don't have a tax bill. But for me, I like my money where I can see it in my closet. Just kidding. No, <laughs> I like that money that I'm putting into investments all year long. I like that money to pay off my credit card because the interest on a credit card is, is so expensive. I like that extra money. I put a couple hundred bucks on the principal of my mortgage every month. So I like to spread that money out and pay things off so that I'm more debt free in my real life. Right. And then at the end of the year, I always get that huge, scary tax bill, but I know it's coming. Like I've been doing this mm -hmm. long enough yeah. that I save the money. And so when I see a balance in my bank account, um, I can see like, maybe I have, you know, $40,000 saved for my taxes or whatever. Like that's the zero for me. That's zero for me. Cause I know that that's not my real money. That's tax money. Yeah. Um, so that's how I do mine. And I know it's like, it can be really 
insulting and hurtful at the end of the year when Michelle's like, cool, <laughs> write a check. And I'm, I'm going to transfer out this money. And you're like, oh, f- because this whole year you have this little safety and you're like, I'm rich. I could buy that Hermes bag, but you can't. But I, I personally think like if you have credit card debt or you have student debt loan, like it could be good to not do the quarterlies, but that's just me. And I'm not a tax professional. No, I mean, but you always have your money saved. Whereas like, I have a lot of other people where it's like, okay, how much money do you have? And it's like, three thousand dollars i'm like well you need two hundred thousand dollars like how is this three thousand dollars gonna help me (laughs) like come on so as Uh, long as you're like mentally prepared preparing some way or another yeah yeah then you're fine i mean you know you don't want to be hit with irs penalties but again if irs penalties are less than you know student loan interest credit card debt or you're working on your 401k or your money's being used it's tied up elsewhere then it is what it is just be prepared and don't like kill your tax person. Yeah. Like don't kill the messenger. Like that's my biggest thing. <laughs> You're just oh, trying to help. We're trying. <laughs> trying to help. Um, I wanted to ask you, I thought this was a really good question. What if I can't pay my taxes? I have friends in my life that are like, I haven't paid my taxes in five years and it's scary. And you have this crazy tax bill and it just, you just ignore it because the IRS does move slowly and it takes them a while to find you. So you feel like you got left out. But if someone <laughs> literally is in dire straits, a lot of people lost their jobs during COVID, it's been a hard time. Like if they literally can't pay their taxes, what do you suggest they do? For again, tax avoidance is not a good idea because the IRS, even if they do forget about you, they will come knocking. Um, but you can always go on an installment agreement. The IRS lets you pay off your taxes in five years. Their interest rates are pretty reasonable. It's not like crazy credit card interest rates. It's whatever the standard interest rates are. That's what they're charging. Yes, there are late penalties. But again, if you need the money, you need the money. Um, You can also do an offer and compromise if you really don't have any money and there's literally no way that you can pay your taxes. Like You have zero income coming in. You have no money to your name. It's always better to like attack the situation instead of avoiding it. Because again, you don't want notice after notice. That's when people get in trouble. So just calling your accountant, calling your CPA, calling someone that you trust and try to figure out how to get, you know, from underwater, like again, but installment agreements are great ideas. The IRS is beyond, beyond behind. Like this year has been beyond crazy. They're probably like a year late opening mail. Um, it's impossible to get a hold of anyone, but do the best you can. I know it's hard. I know no one wants to sit with hold music all day. I literally spend half my day on hold music, Mm. but unfortunately, um, installment agreements. You can also create accounts online and try to see if you can set up an installment agreement by just going to irs.gov, creating an account and doing it that way without having to even call them. And what happens if I get an audit? Okay. The biggest advice I can say is just breathe. Just because you got an audit doesn't mean that you owe them whatever is on that audit report. The IRS, they're quote unquote humans. They are capable of making mistakes. They do send out, you know, erroneous tax bills all the time. The reality is, is if you filed your taxes properly, you didn't make up deductions, you gave your accountant every deduction you have that was, you know, legitimate, and they decided whether or not you could take something or you could not take something, you really have nothing to worry about. Yes, it's annoying. Yes, it's another thing. I don't have time. But again, you don't want to avoid them because the IRS, especially on audits, they will not go away and they'll just arbitrarily decide that you owe money, even though it's correct. So just gathering all your paperwork, whatever they're asking for, let's just say, oh, they're going after meals and entertainment. Meals and entertainment is something, you know, meals in general is a category that they could go after. The IRS literally they audit you based off of like, if they say you're an actress and that year, every actress had, they randomly surveyed and every actress, $5,000 was their average amount going to meals. And you had 10,000. You can randomly be audited just because your number was higher than what the IRS decided their average was, even though everything you have is legitimate. So it's just important to keep receipts and records with you so that again, you'll have nothing to fear, but again, don't avoid them. I know it's annoying. Just make sure that again, you're prepared. You have all your paperwork. You have all your receipts. You're telling me that it's 2022. 
Uh-huh. We are going on vacations to the moon and they still need paper receipts from restaurants. They don't necessarily need paper receipts from restaurants. Honestly, it's a pe- paper receipts from restaurants really aren't the biggest thing. They'll usually take credit card charges. It okay, really depends. I was going to say all I send, all I keep is credit card charges. Like took that way too literally. No, because I know people who got audited only in like the last four years and they literally had to go around to every place and get receipts like reprinted for them. No, I, it really depends on how crazy the auditor is. If that makes sense. Okay. Like they shouldn't go after you for your $2 Starbucks drinks. Obviously, Starbucks is more than $2, but. Right. Um, what are you getting? A tea? <laughs> Lame. Yeah, literally. Well, because um, there's also all these apps that it's like, just scan your receipts and you don't have to hold on to them anymore. And I'm like, why do we have to hold on to receipts anymore? But thank you. That makes sense to me. I thought. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people do literally keep receipts. Like I've had people who literally bring me a shoebox of receipts. And I'm just like, like my dad. I'm like, I'm not going through your shoebox. Like you need to like <laughs> add stuff up. Like I just, I can't. Um, but yes, if you can like, sc- you know, a lot of apps like you're talking about, you can literally scan receipts that mm-hmm. will definitely help you. It won't hurt you. Right. It really depends on how annoying this auditor is. Hopefully you get a nice, oh. reasonable person. I haven't had anyone who like, if they didn't have a meal receipt and it wasn't on a credit card where they disallowed it. Right. Most okay. of the times, you know, the auditors will have more of an issue with like rents and they'll want like all your rent checks. They'll want to see like a rental agreement. Right. Realistically, they should be going after big ticket items. You know, mm. yes, if you're going to a meal and it's $500 and you can get a copy of a receipt, that probably helpful. But like, yeah. again, Starbucks, you know, smaller ticket items. I really, really hope they have better things to do than try to find a $5 receipt. Yeah, yeah, me too. I get a life. But who knows? It is the IRS. They just posted that they're hiring if anybody out there wants to. <laughs> hey. Sounds like such a fun job. I would love it. <laughs> Speaking of the... Can you imagine how bad I would be at an IRS oh. job? The amount oh of God. skimming? Oh, my, oh God. my God. Guilty. <laughs> Let's talk about our favorite topic here, the lady gang. Hair, beautiful hair, and there is no one-size-fits-all solution when it comes to hair care. A product that works wonders for curls might make straight hair limp and greasy. I have had so many struggles with finding the perfect combination with shampoo and conditioner, and thanks to my personalized pros routine, I can honestly say I have never been more in love with my hair. Pros makes custom hair care that's effective because it's personal. Using natural ingredients with proven results, pros customizes every product in your routine from shampoo to supplements. So pros starts by asking you about you as a person and their in-depth consultation. They asked me unexpected things like eating habits, damage level, exercise. Then they analyze all the answers and determine what unique blend of ingredients would be best for your custom routine. I love pros so much and they have a carbon neutral certified B Corp. I love pros so much. And if you're not hundred percent positive pros is the best hair care you've had, they will take the products back. No questions asked. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash lady gang. That's P R O S E.com slash lady gang for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. Today's episode is brought to you by Freshly. So I think everybody in this world knows how bad of a cook I am, but I know that there are also a lot of people out there that are just so busy and cooking can be super stressful. So enter Freshly. Freshly has delicious, fresh, healthy meals, and you can get delicious chef-made, nutrient-packed meals delivered straight to your door with no cooking required, which is my favorite thing about it. Fresh and never frozen, ready to heat and enjoy in just three minutes. So getting food you love is incredibly easy. You can use the Freshly website or app to find meals that fit your lifestyle with plans that work for your dietary needs, preferences, tastes, and family size. My favorite meal that I have had from Freshly is their savory sweet chicken teriyaki bowl. Oh my gosh, it is so, so delicious. So stop stressing about dinner. Right now, Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off your first two orders when you go to freshly.com slash lady. That's $40 off at freshly.com slash lady, freshly.com slash lady. If you've ever gone to ladygang.com, then you've gone to a Squarespace website. I know you see the ads everywhere, but I'm here to tell you that Squarespace is the bomb. If you have a huge business, an e-commerce business, just a personal blog, maybe your family blog, maybe you're doing a wedding thing, Squarespace can help you out. Head to squarespace.com slash lady for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use our offer code lady to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Some of those features that I love are the SEO features. They really kind of prompt you and help you learn 
learn how to get the most out of your website, the analytics behind the scenes of like when people are looking at the site, what words they're searching when they come to the site can help us organize things in a great way. I love the fact that you can do video blocks when you're promoting the podcast. When we promote our clothing line, we're able to use that to our advantage. There's just so many things to love. And that's why we want you to check out squarespace.com for a free trial. Head to squarespace.com slash lady for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use our offer code lady to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. You're listening to The Lady Gang. So my next question is, Michelle, you know, I know how I organize all year long. Like I'm looking at my stack of like, you just sent me an email and you're like, yo, where's your 1099? Like I, I know how I kind of organize, which is I throw everything that comes that looks like something I need for taxes into one area. Yeah. And at the end of the year, I take the stack and I hand it over to Michelle with my credit card statements. But tell us the best system like that we should be using that you should t- hand over to your tax professional or have ready come tax time is that it we can books. I mean, in general, QuickBooks is a great weapon. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about all this. Shit no, that- but that's what my QuickBooks is, is all the shit that you set aside. It's all my credit card charges. It's all that. Yeah. But I have this thing that's like, hold on, I'm getting it. I have this, which is like property tax that comes in the mail. That's not on your QuickBooks. Do you have this? The ownership of new construction, this escrow certificate, like that's not all in my QuickBooks. Where do I do that with that? I mean, technically your payments that you're making should be in QuickBooks, but (laughs) damn, (laughs) got her. (laughs) I mean, the thing is, unless, you know, you're having someone tie out your mortgage interest, most of the time that's not going to actually tie to your 1098. Um, However... You should, yes, you should be keeping all your tax forms, but in general, you should just be aware of like what tax forms you're expecting. So if you're, you work for a company and you're an employee, okay, how many different employers did I have that year? Like, am I looking for four W-2s? Am I looking for one W-2? Um, if I'm, you know, I own my own business, like, you know, you're looking for 1099s. However, regardless of whether or not you get the 1099, it technically shouldn't matter because you should be picking up all your income any, every, anyway. So you shouldn't be like, oh, I should be getting 40 1099s. I only have 35. Um, again, if you own a house, you should be looking for that mortgage interest. You should be looking for your property taxes. If you, you know, sell stocks, if you have dividends, you should be looking for your mortgage statements. In general, it's helpful, you know, to figure out like what documents you gave to your CPA accountant, you know, in the past. I have clients all the time coming to me saying, Hey, can I have a tax organizer? Hey, what did I provide you last year? So for me, it's super easy. I can either give them a tax organizer. So all I do is fill out, okay, in 2020, my number was 10,000. In 2021, it's 11,000. Another good idea is if you don't know if you're, you know, missing something, you moved, you had a lot right. going on, is to create an account again on irs.gov and see what the IRS is actually showing about you because again, you want to make sure that you're picking up whatever income you have because if you forget something, yes, if you forgot a $5 interest income, they're not going to go after you. But if you forgot about a $5,000 dividend payment or a $5,000 you're going to get a tax notice for no reason. So it's important just to be on top of it. Again, like planning, knowing what to expect, ask your accountant, hey, is there anything I had last year that I didn't have this year? The tax transcript idea or wage and income tax transcript only really helps. You got to wait till at least February, March for everything to be picked up because W-2s and 1099s, W-2s are required to be filed by the end of this month, whereas 1099s, if you have an extension next month. So really you're not going to get an accurate idea till March. So the best bet is just to ask your accountant, like, hey, is there anything I'm missing? Or just know, be aware of what happened during that year. Was I unemployment? Even if I was on unemployment for like a week, you still need to know about it. Another thing that a lot of people forget about is if they had health insurance under the Affordable Care Act, meaning like the old quote-unquote called Obamacare, um, you're getting a specific tax form, the 1095A, and that's something that a lot of people miss, which talks about your tax advances. And that's another 
like IRS letter in the mail that you just don't need just because you forgot about it. So that's something important. Like, hey, what kind of, do I have my health insurance form? Just think about like what happened during the year. I'm making notes. <laughs> okay. I have three uh, more questions and then we're done. This one's a little bit morbid, but um, I just, no, I just was working on my will and obviously I have no children. So there's no inheritance that people are going to pay taxes on, but we're thirties and our parents are getting older and I just keep being bombarded by people who have lost their husbands or loved ones or parents and then are like, oh my God, they set me up to fail because I owe so much tax on it. Can you please mm. talk about this? Because I think it's really important. And if you don't have a fucking will and you have children, get it together. Sorry. I mean, that's a very, very good point in general is to have a will. <laughs> Be prepared. Unfortunately, it's very morbid, but like you just never know. This pandemic's been absolutely crazy. But again, it's about being prepared. Um, in general, the person receiving the inheritance isn't paying taxes unless they're getting an inherited IRA or a 401k. Those two things you're paying taxes on. You're required to whatever amount was in the 401k or the IRA, you have to take that out over 10 years. So it's important to figure out like where you're like, try to think what's going to happen in the next 10 years. You don't want to take out, you know, money from a 401k. If this is the year, you know, you sold a pilot and you're going to make a million dollars and your tax income is going to be through the roof. You want to take it out either over time to split up the tax or in years when you think your income is going to be at a low level. What about like the capital gains? So but capital, you're only, okay, so if someone passes away and they're giving you like stock, right, you can basically get a step up in basis. You're basically whatever the stocks were worth on the date of death, or you can do an alternative valuation, which is six months later, that's what those stocks are worth. So you're only paying tax when those stocks are being sold. So let's say your grandfather bought those stocks when they were only $1,000 and now they're worth $100,000. You're not paying tax on that $99,000. You're getting it at $100,000. If you then sell it when it's $105,000, you're paying tax. It's five. It's a $5,000 gain. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, kind of. Yes. Okay. Next hard... I'm leaving the hard questions that are really going to melt your brains, everyone, until the very end. So this is my second hard question. I have... You've ex- tried to explain this to me for a long time. I have no fucking idea the difference between a Roth IRA and an IRA and like what they are and why I put money in them and where they live and all of that. Please explain. That is the same thing. <laughs> Isn't it? A, the well, an IRA and an IRA. Roth. One's a Roth and one's a SEP. Right. But you're saying the IRA or IRA, you don't know. I'm saying that is the same, but a SEP or a Roth, that's the difference you want to know? Aren't there two? I think in general, the SEP and the Roth are two different, aren't they? So there's a traditional IRA, there's a Roth, there's a SEP, and there's a 401k. Okay. So she was kind of correct. So there's four. Kelty was saying, I don't know about the IRA and the IRA, but that is the same thing. Those are the same. Yeah. That's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you break down these four mystical fucking lands for us, please? Yes. Okay. So the 401k, traditionally, it's like when you're working for an employer and you have the option to be able to contribute to a company's 401k plan, which we talked about before, the importance of matching. The beauty of a 401k is, again, you're saving taxes. For 2022, I believe the max is $20,500, which is a, you know, a large amount. Um, apparently, not that anyone wants my nonsense statistical status, but apparently only 3% of America actually maximizes their 401k, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but in general, 401ks are great in terms of the 401k match being able to save that federal money now when you're in a higher tax bracket. But also something that a lot of people don't know about 401ks is, is that if you're, God forbid, sued, they cannot go after whatever is in your 401k, Mm. whereas they can go after other forms of retirement plans, but they cannot Mm. go after that 401k, which is a huge advantage for a 401k. Just if you plan on being sued anytime soon, just fill it up. God (laughs) forbid. 
Hopefully never. But that is something, I mean, again, hopefully never. Hopefully you don't have to ever think about that. Okay, then what's the other one? Okay, so then there's a SEP, which is basically self-employed pension. So a lot of people who, if you're a Schedule C or if you have an S-Corp, then you can contribute to SEP. You can also actually do a 401k if you're self-employed, but most people do a SEP. And the reason why people do a SEP is that if you're making large amounts of money, the amount you contribute is higher. It's more like 52, 53,000 a year. Um, and it's based off of your salary or your net income. So it's 25% of your income. So if your income was a hundred thousand dollars, you could get, you could put in $25,000 that year, which is more than your 401k. That's the reason why some people would do a SEP just to maximize that deduction when they're in a higher tax bracket. Right. Um, a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA. Oh, by the way, this, um, the 401k, you have to contribute by December 31st. Um, a SEP is basically the due date of a tax return. So if you're an S corp, then you'd have to contribute by March 15th, unless you file for an extension, then it, you can go past to September 15th. Mm -hmm. But in general, A traditional IRA, a Roth, and a 401k, you can't go past the due date. So the 401k, December 31st is it. The Roth and the traditional IRA, you have until the due date of the tax return, April 15th. Regardless of whether or not you file an extension, April 15th is your cutoff. So it's super important. That's another reason why it's super important to like file taxes on time is to take advantage of something like that. So, um, a traditional IRA and a Roth, the max, I believe, for 2022, what year are we in? Yeah. 2022. <laughs> um, I believe it's six or seven. I think it's 7,000. Uh, no, it's six. I think it's 6,000. 6, um, so one of them is pre-tax. One of them, so a traditional IRA basically means you're getting a tax deduction this year for it. What that means is you're getting the deduction now, but when the money grows, it's like a 401k. You have to pay taxes on that money when you retire. Again, the goal is you hope that you'll be in a lower tax rate later. Right. Whereas a Roth IRA, you're not getting a deduction now, but when the money grows and you take it out later, you're not paying tax on that. Oh, okay. So say I have $10,000 and I put in my Roth IRA right now. I'm going to pay my 20% tax or whatever on it. So I only, like I've paid tax on that money already, right? Like essentially, so I put $10,000 in and then when it grows to $100,000 and I take it out, I don't have to pay tax on that money. Correct. So basically your $6,000 is your max. Yeah. So you're not getting a deduction for it. You're paying your normal taxes that you normally pay. So yes, if you're in, I don't know what tax bracket you just said, 20% bracket, you're paying your normal bracket. You're not getting a deduction now, but when you, the money grows later on, you're not paying taxes on it. The other advantage of that is that you do not have to take a required minimum distribution on that money. Um, and as long as you have that money in the account for more than five years, you can actually take money out. Whereas if you have a, you know, a traditional IRA, you can't take out money without a penalty until you're 59 and a half. Mm. I know guys, this is a lot. My very last question is, um, during tax season and we've, we've had sponsors on the, on the podcast, um, that are, you know, some of the at home tax programs, I don't, I think that can be great. And then I also think having a you in my life is amazing. So can you just it like explain, like if you're this type of person, you could definitely get away with doing your taxes on your own. If you have any of these things, you seek a professional. Um, I think in general, it just depends on the person. I personally have used at-home software just if I'm helping my friends. And I honestly get frustrated with them because they ask too many questions. Whereas when I'm using my own software, I just know where to go. But if you're just having a W-2, most of the time you could just do it yourself. It's more of like when you have a business and you have a lot of expenses or if you have stock sales and there's a lot going on, you just want to make sure that everything's captured. Mm-hmm. But also if you're audit worried, which you shouldn't be, a fun fact, IRS audit rates are way down because they don't have staff. Not that anyone should do anything illegal, but in Ooh. general. Ooh, a little inside baseball. Watch out restaurants. I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm not saying you should do anything crazy, 
But um, it really depends. I mean, I think it's important sometimes to have a relationship with your accountant or CPA um, just so that, you know, if you do, God forbid, get audited or you do get a notice, you know that you have someone on your back. You know that you have someone that will pick up the phone for you. I don't know how it works with these like at home systems. I know that there's a way that you can check a box and pay like another $10 to have IRS representation, but I just don't know how, like specifically how that works. Yes. You could probably do taxes yourself. Yes. They've tried to simplify things. Um, it really, it really depends. Listen, this was a lot of information, but this was a really important episode. I hope that everyone is thinking about how they can like take care of their finances and their taxes this tax season. Um, if you're interested in having Michelle do your taxes or have any questions, I am. He has a website, (laughs) buyeraccounting.wordpress.com. It's B R Y A R B Y B R Y A R accounting.wordpress.com and we'll post it on the Instagram. Michelle, thanks for coming. Thank Thank you you so much. Now I know the difference between my IRAs. (laughs) We will see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening. The Lady Gang is produced by Alex Ingber, Steve Delameter, and Jared Monaco. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. And if you love it, share it with your friends on social media. Like, oh my God, I just listened to Lady Gang. This episode's so great. Swipe up to listen. And if you really want to, which we know you do, please follow us on social at Kelty, at Becca, at Jack Vanek, and at The Lady Gang. Sign up for our newsletter at theladygang.com and join our secret Facebook group. It's super fun. See you next Tuesday. This February on Pluto TV, we're putting the spotlight on iconic black talent. Watch your favorite movies like Top 5, 48 Hours, and More Than a Game. And drop in to binge black TV classics like The Bernie Mac Show and Moesha. Pluto TV has hundreds of channels and thousands more movies and TV shows all for free. So download the Pluto TV app on your favorite streaming device and start watching today. Pluto TV, drop in, watch free.